Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello, Tony. Jeffrey. How are you? I'm so good. It seems like it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. It is. Sherry is away. Well, if you're listening, Sherry, which we know you are, we miss you somewhere out there, wherever you are. Exactly. Exactly. So what have you been up to? Um, You know what? I took the holiday weekend here in New York and I got to see this really cool exhibit at the Met. It's called Inspiring Walt Disney, the animation of French decorative arts. It goes through March 6th and it's the Met's first ever exhibition exploring the work of Walt Disney. And there's even hand-drawn animations from the animation studio, like early, early like the OGs, Jeffrey, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White. It's so Mm. cool to see all that inspired. I'm kind of jealous. I mean, I'm very jealous because I have worked a little bit on that because we've been working with the Walt Disney Archives. They helped contribute to that along with the fantastic team at the Animation Research Library. So I've gotten to see all of this stuff virtually, but I really want to see it in person. I don't know if I'm going to get to New York before it closes in March, but anyway, I heard it's wonderful. I'm glad that you got to see it. Me too. What about you? What have you been up to? I had a big Disney weekend. I went down to Disneyland with my friend Lindsay. Surprise. I know this is your shocked face that no one can see. That looks like you're not shocked at all. I had such a great time. We stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. I love staying at the Disneyland Hotel. I love, I'm, I'm a big fan of staying in the magic there. We had so much fun and I did things I don't normally do. We went to Carthay Circle, which was just lovely. I love the design and detail of that space. I went to Blue Bayou for the first time in years. After our our buddy Ken Potrock was telling us about all the cool enhancements to the menu, tried them out. I had a salmon and it was great. It was (laughs) great. And there's nothing like that atmosphere in there. And uh, walking through the park, I ran into a couple of fantastic D23 members who happened to be walking with our Aulani ambassador, Kanoa Kawai, who I'd met uh, at our Destination D23 event. That's so fun. It was such a small world, appropriate for Disney. Later, Kanoa and his wife, Kaolani, and I'm 99% sure I am not mangling her name on that, just two of the loveliest humans. They ended up meeting up with us at Trader Sam's, one of my favorite, favorite places. So it was a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Lots of Disney magic there. So thanks as always to the fabulous cast members down there who do such a great, great job. And before we get to the news, and we've got news aplenty, stay tuned. Bellamy Young, who stars in the new ABC show, Promised Land, but one of my favorites from Scandal, and honestly, hilarious, lovely, charming person with some great stories. So stick around. Tony and I got to chat with her. And first up, the news. For anyone who, who missed it, which I don't think could be anyone who's listening to this podcast, D23 Expo <laughs> announcements last week were in abundance. Tickets are on sale. The two, two biggies for me, I mean, everything is a biggie for me, but I had the great joy of helping bring together along with the rest of the Magical D23 team, our incredible 
new panel of judges, new and returning judges for Mouse Grade, all of whom we have had on this podcast, often multiple times, Yvette Nicole Brown, Ashley Eckstein, and Allie Maki, all will be judging Mouse Grade next September at D23 Expo. And the fabulous Nina West is going to be the host. It was so much fun to bring them all together for a little press kickoff that we did there. You can see the photo on D23's website. Also, the other big announcement, along with the fact that Visa has now come in presenting sponsors, so it's D23 Expo presented by Visa, we love our friends at Visa, <laughs> is that our pals at Amazon, as part of their sponsorship with D23 Expo, are helping the Walt Disney Archives restore and transport Walt Disney's company plane. It is currently backstage at Walt Disney World. It is going to be restored and brought to D23 Expo for guests to see and take pictures with as part of a new exhibit called Mickey Mouse One Walt's Plane presented by Amazon. So, so many great things coming for Expo. Uh, visit d23expo.com for details. Visit d23.com for the story. Lots of Expo magic. And hopefully Tony will get you out here for it. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I was just itching for you to get to the plane part. It's so, so cool. So cool. There's a really fun video that the incredibly talented John Gleim, who made Adventure Through the Walt Disney Archives, created. So a little fun teaser video of what people can expect to see when the expo comes around. Other news, lots of stuff came out last week, including the Bob's Burgers movie trailer. I find that show very funny. And that film is going to open in theaters on May 27th, 2022. You can visit thewaltdisneycompany.com to see that trailer. And wait, there's more. I know it's still January, but the countdown to Earth Day is on. Yep. Disney Plus has announced a host of movies and specials premiering on Earth Day, which is, save the date, April 22nd, everybody. They include Disney Nature's Polar Bear, Nat Geo's Explorer, The Last Tapui, and a documentary film entitled The Biggest Little Farm, The Return based on the 2018 award-winning documentary film. So super excited, Earth Day. Yay. Well, also coming a little bit before Earth Day, the trailer <laughs> just dropped for Marvel Studios' Moon Knight, starring Oscar Isaac. So good. I've now watched it three times. It is dark <laughs> and wild and so much happens. And I feel like it all makes sense and yet none of it makes sense. So I cannot wait to see what happens. Uh, the series, for those of you who don't know, which I did not know until I learned more about it, uh, follows Stephen Grant, who's a, a gift shop employee who gets plagued with blackouts and, and memories of another life. He discovers he's got dissociative identity disorder and shares a body with mercenary Mark Spector. As Stephen slash Mark's enemies converge, they have to navigate their complex identities as they are thrust into a deadly mystery among the powerful gods of Egypt. And of course, as the villain, Ethan Hawke. So cannot yes. wait till this streams on Disney Plus March 30th. Another big, big piece of news out of Disney Plus season three of High School Musical. The musical of the series has begun Ooh, production. It's happening, it's happening. And the musical this year, Frozen. I mean, yes, yes. Ugh. I should say the musical this summer because it is now set at Camp Shallow Lake, <laughs> a, a family-owned sleepaway camp in California. Also, some big, big guest stars coming to the show. Corbin Blue, who we loved from High School yes. Musical, uh, playing himself. 
Meg Donnelly. We've had her on the show. We love her from Zombies, American Housewife. She is joining. And Jason Earls, who we all loved on Hannah Montana, all joining the cast as guest stars, along with a couple of new newbies as well, coming back for season three. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. And Disney Plus finally announced the premiere date and the trailer for The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. We cannot wait to see this revival of the groundbreaking Disney Channel series on February 23rd. So uh, you can head over to the Disney Plus socials to catch that trailer. It is amazing. And last but certainly not least, Disney legend Tim Allen coming back for a Santa Claus series on Disney Plus. I mean, millennials rejoice. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Production kicks off in March. Cannot wait. Love it, love it, love it. And another trailer alert over here. Disney Plus has also debuted the trailer for The Wonderful Winter of Mickey Mouse. And all I can say is it's silly and chilly. It stars Mickey and Minnie, and it premieres on February 18th. Amazing. Can't wait for that. Well, let's jet over to Walt Disney World, shall we? And get some Walt Disney World news in, Jeffrey. Absolutely. The Garden Rocks concert series is returning to Epcot for their International Flower and Garden Festival. And this is really cool. New this year, internationally recognized artists like, oh, I don't know, Plain White Tees, Cool and the Gang, and Toby Mac will be bringing the groove to the America Gardens Theater stage Friday through Monday, while local Orlando bands are stepping into the spotlight Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So this is a really cool way to discover new music, support new artists, and the full schedule is up, of course, on the Disney Parks blog. Wonderful. And while we're at Walt Disney World, so happy to share that the Grand Floridian Spa is reopening. Yay! Sign me up. It's reopening on January 26th, so get your self-care on people. And they even do haircuts and styling, so get there. You can get a fancy new haircut to go watch the Garden Walks <laughs> concert. I love it. All the things. Love but it. before that, you know what you should do? <gasps> What should we do, Jeffrey? You should get ready to watch five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at D23, the official Disney fan club. For complete details, please visit D23.com. Tony, what's up first? Well, Jeffrey, first up this weekend, Nicholas Cage fans, assemble. Tune in Saturday, January 22nd on Freeform for a marathon feature of none other than National Treasure and National Treasure Book of Secrets. I will definitely be tuning in. Nice, nice. On Saturday, January 22nd on FXM is The Book of Life. And of course, it features the voices of Diego Luna and Zoe Saldana. So you get a little Star Wars and Marvel talent in there. I love it. Also on Saturday, now on Freeform, you can catch Mrs. Doubtfire. So obviously, that tale is all this time about mm -hmm. the divorced man who dresses like a British nanny to be closer to his kids, starring Disney legend Robin Williams. Oh, love it. And over on FXX, also on Saturday, January 22nd, catch Ad Astra starring Brad Pitt. That's all you need to know. <laughs> And on Sunday on FXX, you can catch a Bob's Burgers Marathon. See, just to get yourself prepped for the movie. Uh, just go. cram it all in on a FXX and you will be ready in a few months for the movie. I love it. On to today's guest, who is no stranger to ABC and she's no stranger to drama. 
on ABC, that is. She played Melly Grant on Scandal, Ellen Darling on Dirty Sexy Money, and she is raising a glass to the new series Promised Land, which premieres on Monday. Please welcome to the show, Bellamy Young. Cheers, baby. (laughs) Cheers. Lots of cheersing, lots of cheersing. Bellamy, the show is terrific and it's so juicy. How would you describe it to a friend who is interested in watching the show? Wow, it's like if Game of Thrones took place on a vineyard. Ooh. Everyone's trying to get to the crown, get to the power. But it's, you know, just like some people's Thanksgiving. It's everybody's a family and there's love and there's backstabbing and there's intrigue. And at the end of the day, we all raise a glass. Game of Thrones on a vineyard. That is probably the best line I've heard. (laughs) And speaking of cheersing, which we mentioned a moment ago, I feel like I needed to have a glass of wine immediately after watching the show. And I'm I'm guessing it's not really wine, of course, but were there any cast gatherings where the Chardonnay is flowing? Want to know? <laughs> you know, this is a big, beautiful FMA community. And uh, there's a lot of gathering. There's a lot of love. And there's a lot of liquid involved in those gatherings. So we've had to do a little research. I mean, Jeffrey, you, we have to do this right, right? So practice, practice, practice. We had one particularly beautiful evening that was sort of off-brand for us. Cecilia had a big birthday and she's the Eradura uh, tequila ambassador. And so they treated us to a big fancy dinner and a bunch of tequila. So that was a particularly good night. Wow. Tequila, the (laughs) Chardonnay of Mexico. (laughs) Your character, Margaret, definitely has an axe to grind with John Ortiz's character. What appealed to you about her? You know, I had the great good fortune of being added late to this amazing family. There's a certain gift of going through the pilot process, being, you know, isolated in some city you've never been in before, meeting these people, trying to find the tone together, really being in the trenches. But man, it was such a luxury to be offered this part and be able to watch the pilot. And the pilot is so beautiful. Everyone's work is so beautiful from the acting to the cinematography so that just add the writing, everything. And so I watched it like a symphony and I could see if I'm a little bassoon, I could really like hear where my little line of the melody was. And everything about it appealed to me, of course, getting to work with John, but everyone. But I have to say the story means a lot. I've never seen this story, this dream of America presented without it being politicized. And so getting to see the American dream told through a purely human point of view, it really moved me. And I feel so lucky to be here and so proud of what we're all trying to accomplish. Yeah. The American dream with a touch of soapy drama thrown in, I would say, in the best way. Wow, we want to make it fun for people. Exactly. (laughs) The sets are gorgeous. Where do you film? Oh, we film in Santa Clarita. I know we do a lot of magic in terms of there are a couple of vineyards that we use here and they're very generous with their time and their space. But we're also off cycle a bit for, you know, harvesting with the grapes being, you know, at their prime. And now we're in the harvest time in our storyline. So our art department works some absolute magic, but we shoot in Thousand Oaks, Agua Dulce, Santa Clarita. We're here. We're here. Wow. 
I mean, lovely. But then I was like, wow, I, if they're up there in that, in Sonoma, that was, that's some stunning vistas. I think they wanted to be, but we got picked up late and there wouldn't have been any grapes, you know, right now up there. No, no. No. Of course you were well known to ABC viewers from playing Melly on Scandal. Looking back, you've had a little distance from that show now. What was that experience like for you? But there's no distance because we're all just as close as ever. Like the only people I don't get to see is the crew in my parking spot. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> everybody else, I see you all the time. I literally zoomed with the scandal ladies yesterday. I mean, it's that love endures. And it's funny, I was talking with Miguel, who plays Junior, just this morning in the hair and makeup trailer. And, you know, he had asked me, like, can you tell? Like, can you feel it? Is it going to be big? Is it going to be like scandal? Like, and I was like, Oh man, we, at the beginning, we just did seven little episodes and we, you know, put them out there with our heart and our, you know, like our hearts on our sleeves and our hats in our hand and, and Carrie figured out the tweeting and we got people to come and join our family, but no, you can, you never know and you can never tell, but I feel the way I felt about the way Shonda could reach in and grab your heart. Like she pulls your brain through, but she like grabs your heart. And I feel that on this show too. So I'm so excited, not just for America, but for the world to get to be a part of Promised Land. I haven't felt like this in a long, long time. Makes me feel young again, Jeffrey. <laughs> that and, and some Chardonnay. That's how I feel. It always, makes, <laughs> always makes me feel a little bit younger. You mentioned the tweeting, which I mean, Carrie really did take that sort of immediate interaction with the audience to the next level. Are you yeah. planning to be engaged on the tweeter for the premiere? Yes, of course. I, I mean, I feel like people duly, rightly so, expect an interactive experience now. You know, entertainment is no longer passive. You know, sometimes it is, like, you know, you put the news on while you're cooking dinner or something like that. You know, you can do two things at once. But if it, if it's something that really grabs you, you're in there, but you want supplemental things. You want to hear this podcast. You want to tweet with somebody. You want to, you know, get some like behind the scenes material on Instagram or whatever. It's a, a more layered, nuanced world in the entertainment business. I feel like than it was when I, you know, when I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Although there are so many OMG moments that like, it is hard to be doing multitasking while watching that show. I mean, I, I watched, I got to see the first two episodes and I was like, you know, the, like, oh, someone sent me a text. And I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta skip back now the 10 seconds I just missed because there's so much happening. I feel like that would scandal. I feel like I've never seen scandal. I heard it like a radio play. Do you know, I'd like pace mm. around my house and, and tweet. So I, my eyes were on my telephone, but then I could hear it in the background, you know, Tony and Carrie are doing some craziness or, you know, like Darby's mad at somebody, but I'm going to go back and watch it one day. <laughs> Do you have any memorable encounters with fans that we can talk about on a Disney podcast, of course? <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down. I think the first one that like freaked me out was, and with love, because, you know, our fans were like a family to us. And so we really came to know them over the years and many are still like people with whom I interact online, you know, but the first time someone showed up, uh, was it the Beverly Hilton for some award something? And she had a life-size rollout poster of me Ooh. and she wanted me to sign it for like, I'm pretty like, I know you're talking to Mel. I know you're not talking to me. Like I, you know, I'm, 
pretty head on straight about all of that stuff. That one rocked me. I was like, where is this going? Like, I don't want to put pictures of myself <laughs> in my house. Like, what's going to, what is, how, why, why? <laughs> so that was the one. That was the one. And God bless. And I love her. And she's the nicest. But yeah, that one shook me. That's amazing. So for Disney, you also appeared in A Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. What do you remember most about working on that movie? I remember pinching myself because I grew up with that book, do you know? Like, mm-hmm. there were not that many, you know, sci-fi things that had girls at the center of them. And it was meaningful for me as a child and a young adult. And then my stars, there were only like nine people in that movie and they were all like incredible and me. So I was like, yeah, and Ava, you know, Ava is singular in her talent. And she had directed us on Scandal second season early in her, like after middle of nowhere, like, you know, when she just started jobbing around before, like between that moment, between uh, like becoming an artist and then, you know, getting the good jobs and then making her own great jobs, you know, and gosh, when Ava calls you, you're just like, what? Yes. Yes, please. I had the chance to listen to some tracks off of your Far Away So Close. I had no idea you were such a terrific singer. So I have to ask, if you could sing any Disney song, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'd be any of those princesses. I grew up with Little Mermaid, so like that whole like kills me, but also the whole new world. Like there's just like, oh, they're all built for that lilting. If you feel like you're like jumping out of an airplane you know by choice you know you're like that wonderful like suspended floaty timeless feeling so any of them that let me sing I'll sing them <laughs> like that's a good answer <laughs> <laughs> okay so we love doing Disney favorites with our guests so have to start oh my gosh okay and ask you first what's your favorite Disney movie Wrinkle in Time oh my gosh. <laughs> well we usually say it can be a project you've been in but I ah, forgot to say that so it counts so what's your second favorite <laughs> I mean I feel like Fantasia was sort of mm. like living in Hollywood going to the bowl like seeing it with the fill like it was just magical you know yep absolutely we know Margaret isn't really a villain she's a complicated character but what's your favorite Disney villain Cruella. Oh, yes. For sure. The style, the dryness, the dogs. I mean, you know, what's not to love? Indeed. I was going to do a scandal or promise land and be like the best one-liners you had, the best, you know, costumes you had, but I felt like both shows, they're so good and I didn't want to pit them against each other. So. Oh my God, so good. I have to say though, the fashion on this show, Maya is killing it. Lynn Paolo had it down cold for all of DC, like just so dialed in. The characters were so specific, but Maya can just have more fun because these people, between the wealth and just the variety of characters. Oh, I can't wait for you to see. Yay. Favorite Disney song? I keep coming to like, I can show you the world. Can I, does that count? Yeah, a whole new world, okay? of course. Okay, yeah. And I got a concert. Time. We got a concert out of it. I mean, amazing. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney character? Oh, I mean, the one now, the one that comes to mind is Bambi. I know that sounds oh, so dumb. Wow. But, no, Bambi's but, amazing. I know. 
I'm old school though. I'm also old, but old school. Yeah. Favorite Disney park attraction. <laughs> I'm so bad at theme parks. They scare me so, so much. So I'm going to say my favorite thing to do at Disney World is wait for the fireworks. That's like my very favorite thing. I'll go with anybody. I love to go. I love to have fun. I'll probably chicken out of riding most things. Soren is maybe like about my speed. That's a good one. That's all about the fireworks for me. Oh uh, yeah. I saw a fun picture of you with Snow White from uh, a few years back at uh, Disney oh, World. Yes. And uh, now that was a fun trip because I'd never been to the Orlando one. I'd only been out here. So that was a whole different thing. Yeah. A whole new world indeed. A whole new world. And we end every interview with this question. What is your favorite Disney memory? Growing up as a child, watching the wonderful world of Disney every week. It was literally the thing I looked forward to all week and to see the white castle come up and then the stars go around it and then you were plunged into some sort of wonderful tale of something <gasps> that's my whole childhood it really is amazing bellamy this was such a delight thank you so much congratulations on promised land and we cannot wait for everyone to get to see it like we've had a sneak peek of. I'm so grateful to be here with you and I can't wait for everybody to see Promised Land too. And I just love you to pieces. So thanks. So happy to be a part of the Disney family. I just adore her so much. She was so great on Scandal and she's terrific on Promised Land. And we got a little concert. I mean, it was just a couple of notes, but I will take whatever I can from Bellamy Young. <laughs> we sure will. Oh, I loved it. Well, everybody, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, use that hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic Disney guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside, Inside Disney. Disney.